You're listening to The Green Country, a fantasy storytelling podcast where each episode introduces a new character, creature, or facet of this fantastical land. The story follows the course of Queen Alyssa's centennial tour of her kingdom. Every 100 years, the long-lived monarch travels throughout her overgrown forest realm, meeting its inhabitants and seeing its sights. Join me each week as we explore a new and fascinating aspect of this lush, expansive world. You can learn more at www.thegreen.country, and I invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thanks for listening. Muna's Dance There had been so many hot days in a row, she could scarcely remember the last time the green world around her had offered any hint of coolness. The nights were no better, a humid warmth enwrapping the trees, rocks, and undergrowth, making her sleep fitful. But that afternoon, she had climbed a big hill near to her home and found the sky had taken on a new mood. Muna was small in stature, shorter than a toddler, though certainly older. Still, it was hard to place her age, as something timeless lay behind the slight, youthful smile she wore. Her garments were simple, spun of caterpillar silk, dyed with whatever pigments she might find. Her light blue-green skin caught the rays of the high sun and shimmered slightly, looking like dusty pearl. Amid the tangle of orange hair atop her head poked two spiraling antennae. Though an uncommon appendage among bipedal folk, they were to Muna as natural as a pair of ears. Grand banks of cloud had blown in, soaring mountains of whiteness amid a deep blue sky. A confident wind had been building all day, driving away the dampness with its steady strength. She felt the day all around her, the spirit of the sky, the breeze, and how the light played on the tired leaves of sun-beaten trees. This was a feeling she knew well, for it came at some point in every summer. Though the heat of the sun still crowned the day, the slightest hint of summer's end had begun to creep in. Clear, iridescent wings, like those of a dragonfly, unfurled from her back, and gently Muna flitted up to find purchase in the arms of a wide old oak tree. She knew this tree well. It was her favorite of all those on the big hill. She took a familiar seat amid the branches, her back to the trunk, her wings once more folded neatly against her. Muna sat in silence for a long time, surveying the world around her. There was a rarity to the afternoon, and she relished bearing witness to that short period of transition when one season respectfully welcomed the next.
fading gracefully with the certitude that its time would come again with the next year. The sunlight tinted orange gold as the afternoon grew long and illumined the world with a clarity and richness. All the while, Muna watched. Even as the afternoon faded, the warmth of the day remained, though persistent wind brought coolness to her skin. A gentle and familiar sadness bloomed in her. All of those hot days she had so recently bemoaned would soon be gone, giving way to cooler times. She did not push it away, this feeling of melancholy, for it too was something she treasured. She crooked her diminutive head upward, and her gaze caught on a towering cloud, glowing from within with the light of the sun it obscured, all pillowy whiteness and gauzy whispers. She drifted within the cloud's diaphanous depths, losing her in the pattern of its ceaseless, gentle movement. Was it important that someone bear witness to these silent moments of passing beauty? Muna wondered. Perhaps not, she mused. Perhaps the sky is happy to exist upon its own accord. And with the clouds, she drifted into a gentle slumber. When Muna awoke, a crescent moon had begun to climb those mountains of darkness, mounting the sky. The persistent wind had offered no retreat and blew on, calling the treetops to dance, shadowy limbs and leaves quaking against the uncertain sky. This time of transition brought danger and excitement. Colder days would soon arrive, and with them, all those thoughts of survival. Yet the breeze was invigorating, for life is only change. And Muna knew this better than most. Carefully, she walked down a long-reaching branch of her ancient oaken friend, bare feet against the tree's familiar rough bark. She felt the gentle caress of leaves on her shoulders, and soon the vault of the night sky had come into view. The coolness of the prevailing wind raised goosebumps on Muna's arms, and without thought she unfurled her iridescent wings. With all the appearance of a giant dragonfly's, they caught the night breeze and she was hurled into the sky, borne on a gust of pearly moon wind. She soared high, giving way to the dance of the night. Though her eyes were closed, she could feel the radiance of moonlight on her face, and she hurtled onward, relishing the wild movement the wind dictated to her. She twirled and spun in the dark expanse like a pale dervish moth glowing with the brightness of the stars. For nameless hours, she danced her dance, saying her farewells to summer. And then she was tired and returned to the arms of her oak, 
where she slumbered until morning. Muna rarely wondered what her purpose was, and had little thought about the things she did. She slept when she was tired, drank nectar when she was hungry, and danced when the spirit arose in her. She marked the flight of a V of geese against the crisp autumn sky, and knew it was nearly her time to slumber. She felt her body cool, and she moved slower now. Her insect blood was undergoing that transmutation, which would carry her through the winter. On the night before the first frost of fall, Muna climbed into the carapace of a decaying tree, one that she had selected months previous. She huddled back against the stout stump, pushing her way into its woody depths. The snails and moths had told her it would be a cold winter, and she steeled herself for a chill slumber. The scent of decaying wood around her, Muna drifted into a dream that would last a season. She had taken momentous care in preparing her sanctuary of hibernation, but as always she depended on fate too to see her through the months of ice and snow. Eyes closed, Muna dreamed of sweet, warm nectar from an ember blossom and the heady smell of jasmine on a night breeze. Springtime looked forward to the days when it could awaken the little goddess Muna, that unassuming warden of the green country. The End If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening!